When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fish won for the second time in a row yesterday to win their first series of the season against the Minnesota Twins 5-2. And a very good morning to you on this sixth day of April. Marlins moved to 3-4. and four. Thanks for making Marlins Rewind a part of your morning. I'm Steven Strom. Before we go to Kyle, we always have to ask, what did we learn today? And we learned today that the Marlins can win without Luis Arise. Well, sort of. He didn't start in this game, but he did pinch hit in the eighth inning. He ended up striking out. But the bottom line is, is this Miami team found a way to put up offensive runs. Brian De La Cruz and Jorge Soler, those two led the way. They lifted the offense yesterday against Minnesota. So the Marlins find not only a winning streak, but they also find some confidence in that lineup that, hey, we don't just have one guy that can put runs across the board and generate hits. So really good news on that front for the Miami Marlins. All right, for the recap, here is your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. That is an edge-of-your-seat thriller here at Lone Depot Park for this Wednesday matinee and rubber match between the Marlins and the Minnesota Twins. The Marlins are propelled by a multi-home run performance from Jorge Soler. They score four times with two outs in the bottom of the eighth inning. And they ride a sensational start by Jesus Lazardo, who now has gone 12 and two-thirds innings of baseball, allowing just one run to start his season here in 2023. Welcome to the 10th Inning Show with Jeff Nelson. I'm Kyle Seeloff. And Nelly, wrap this one up for me today. I mean, terrific pitching. And uh, for the first time this season, really, outside of Cooper's two-run shot uh, on opening day, some timely hitting. Well, you look at the three wins that the Marlins have had, and, and every one of them, they feed off their starters. You, you know, I, I think you get good starting pitching, you're going to ignite your offense. I, I know you only scored one run in Sandy's start yesterday, but you look what Lazardo did today, a 10-punch-out outing. He got into, he pitched seven innings, brilliant baseball. He only gave up the one run. He was kicking himself going off the mound when he did give it up. Only walked one. When you are constantly behind as an offense, it's really hard to expect them to put anything together. And a lot of the times during the Mets series, they had runners in scoring position with two outs. And, and try to expect them to get a big hit is really tough. But I think when you get good starting pitching, your offense will be there. And that's what happened today. You know, a big hit by De La Cruz. So Lair, a couple home runs. You know, even like you mentioned, Segura. Segura getting a couple hits. He needed that. You know, just mentally he needed that. He but legged when, out the infield yes. single in the eighth. And played terrific defense. Yes, and he that's, did. And the thing of it is, is besides some blunders that they – maybe two or three blunders that they made, overall in these seven games, they played really good defense. Yep. Something that you were – that was a question mark going into the season. But defensively, they played outstanding. And so, you know – in some way, in a lot of ways, I'd, I'd like the way they're going. And if you can just get Cabrera tomorrow, you have Rodgers the next day on Saturday, and then you get then you get well now Braxton Garrett. You get good starting pitching. Your offense feels better. I've been yep. on many a teams that you you hit, you're going to pitch. I mean, you pitch, you're going to hit. Yeah. Well, what do you think the Marlins can do to um, you know? I guess. Uh, 
ride this wave going into potentially tomorrow's game if we play, but if not uh, on Friday in New York when Edward Cabrera takes them out. Well, you feed, you feed off this series win and you realize what you can do as, as a club and what happens when you do get good starting pitching and you can keep good offenses down. The Twins went into Miami 4-0, 4-0. Right. One of the only, uh, them and the Rays were the only undefeated teams and they've lost two out of three now to a Marlins team. You get good starting pitching, you win. You ride this series win into New York. New York struggled. New York has been struggling. They have some injuries uh, in that starting rotation. You know, the Met, I mean, they're in the Milwaukee. The Milwaukee Brewers have beat them the first two times. They're now tied 6-6 six to six in a day game. They have a chance to get swept by the Brewers. And you, you want to kick them while you're down. And, and you know, as, as a player, you always want to play top teams. You always want to play the good teams. And, yes, you look at this Marlins schedule, it's really a rough start. You've won two out of three against a very good Minnesota Twins team who's going to be there in the Central and the American League. And now you go against the Mets and the Philadelphia Phillies on the road. And you have a chance to ride this wave. Just keep riding it out. We could uh, break this one down all day long, but uh, got to hit the road and hit the high seas. We're headed to New York here shortly. Uh, Nelly, that was fun to work with you. I know we're going to do it a bunch more this yes, season. Yes, right when we get off the road, actually. All right, that's Jeff Nelson. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Let's take a look at the highlights from this ball game and uh, an early highlight for the Marlins, Jorge Soler's one-out solo shot in the first. The swing and a line drive. Hit pretty well. Deep to left field. The Marlins have a one nothing lead. Jorge Soler goes deep. It's his second long ball of the season. And that was all the offense we would have until the seventh inning this afternoon. When I tell you Jesus Lazardo was fantastic, he was fantastic. He was perfect through two innings of work. He worked around a leadoff error by Segura um, in the third inning, allowed a leadoff single, worked around that in the fourth, was perfect in the fifth, uh, had to tippy-toe around a couple of hits and uh, leave the bases loaded in the sixth inning. And it wasn't until the seventh in a one nothing game that the Minnesota Twins would tie this ball game with two outs and Trevor Larnick, who had a big series at the plate. And the pitch is swung on and hit out towards short. It's past the outstretched glove and a diving glove of John Birdie. The Minnesota Twins are going to tie this ball game up. Touching home played is Jeffers. Larnick with a game-tying RBI single here in the seventh inning. And it's Miami 1 and Minnesota 1. But it wouldn't be too long before the Marlins would finally bust down the door offensively. They went quiet in the seventh. Dylan Floro just uh, quickly disposed of the Minnesota Twins in the eighth inning, and the Marlins were finally able to strike in the bottom of the eighth inning. Griffin Jacks replaced Pablo Lopez, who allowed a run on seven hits or uh, a run on three hits in seven innings of work. He was great. Griffin Jacks came into the ball game for Minnesota. He struck out Jesus Sanchez. Looked like maybe the Marlins weren't going to get anything going. But then Gene Segura legged out an infield single. John Birdie followed with an opposite field single. That was going to be all for Jacks. Caleb Thielbar came into the game for Minnesota. He struck out the pinch hitter Luis Arise, which is rather uncommon. And with runners at first and second base in two outs in the bottom of the eighth inning, Brian De La Cruz came to bat for Miami. Ball on a strike to count to De La Cruz. The pitch swung on line. Back up the middle and a base hit into center field. Taylor's on it. Rounding third. Heading home is Segura. It's a 2-1 Marlins lead here in the eighth. A massive two-out hit for Brian De La Cruz. Yes, it was, and De La Cruz was only playing in this game because Jazz Chisholm Jr. singled and was caught stealing and got hurt while stealing in the first inning. 
He was picked off by Lopez, but caught stealing at the bag at second. They forced out that went one to six. Uh, Jazz uh, has a stinger situation, and I guess all things considered, that's the best news of the day outside of the victory is that Jazz does not seemingly appear to be seriously hurt. So De La Cruz gave the Marlins the two to one lead with a massive two out base knock in the eighth inning, and then Jorge Soler came sauntering to the plate after already going deep once already today. 1-0 pitch. High drive. Deep. Left field. Oh, my goodness. Jorge Soler. A three-run bomb. It's his second of the afternoon, and he just blew this game open here in the eighth. It's 5-1 Marlins. And that was all she wrote on this ball game this afternoon. The Marlins collect a series victory over the Minnesota Twins. A.J. Puck came into the ballgame in the ninth inning. He got a fly out to right. Then he singled, or allowed a single to Farmer and walked Jeffers. And after a Castro fly out to center field, the, uh, the last remaining hope for the Twins this afternoon was the right fielder, Larnick. And he'll probably be the first one to say, I probably turned my glove the wrong way. 2-2 pitch over the outside corner. Called strike three. Line them up and shake hands. The Marlins win it. 5-2, and they collect their first series victory of the season. They do so in fashion in the eighth inning with two outs. Brian De La Cruz gave him a lead. Jorge Soler put him up for good. A four-run outburst in the eighth. A massive day at the plate by Soler and a gem by Jesus Lazardo. And the Marlins beat the Twins by a final score of 5-2 and win this series over Minnesota here today. Boy, it's a, it's a heck of a ball game for the Marlins, who now hit the road and uh, entertain the New York Mets tomorrow through Sunday with an off day on Friday. But for the Marlins, they're now 3-4. and four. The Minnesota Twins fall back to 4-2. and two. Twins came in here scorching hot, blastered and blistered the Marlins on Monday. The Marlins won 1-0 last night, and then they beat them 5-2 this afternoon behind a sensational performance by Jesus Lazardo And uh, Jorge Soler just powered the Marlins to a victory, along with Brian De La Cruz's clutch hitting on this Wednesday afternoon. The Marlins collect their first series victory of the season. Heck of a day at the ballpark. A, a lot of fun, too. And for the Marlins, they strike out 12 today. That's a, that's a big day at the plate, and that means $300 are going to be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. All right, Kyle, thank you very much. Let's take a listen now to a very happy Skip Schumacher. The Marlins have won two in a row. They are now three and four. They take the series against Minnesota. Let's get Skip's thoughts right now. A big win, got the run support. Um, I guess we'll start with Jesus Lazardo just setting the tone here today. He looked like he was really on the attack. Yeah, I mean, it shows when he throws his ball in the strike zone, uh, It's he's really difficult to hit. And, you know, I've said it all spring training. I just feel like he's ready to take the next step in his career. And, Really good start to this season for him. Um, tough lineup, all righty lineup pretty much, besides one lefty and a switch hitter and some real dudes in that lineup too. And, um, yeah, proud of how he was on the attack the whole day. And, man, he just gave us a chance to win the game, and that's all you can ask for out of Zeus right there. It was great. And Jorge Soler has been really locked in. What have you seen from his at-bats? Yeah, the credit to the hitting group and Soler buying in on you know some of the stuff that they've been working on and, and inside the cage and the preparation's been outstanding and I mean obviously big strong guy that can hit homers but you know what I love is he's been going the other way too and um, you know becoming a 
a hitter and not just the power hitter. Do I love homers? Of course, I love the home run, but I think that um, he's just a you know a complete hitter and buying into you're a good hitter too, not just a power hitter. And um, yeah, some big hits today. Do you have any further updates on on Jazz? Yeah, Jazz texts me he's ready to go tomorrow. So um, I think uh, you know I think it was more of a stinger type of thing of what you get in football and kind of when you um, you know a little bit of a collision and kind of get a dead arm and your neck kind of tingles type of deal and um, I think if if you've played football before I think you have an understanding of what that feels like and um, so it takes some time to get that feeling back and uh, you know so he's I think he'll be ready to go tomorrow yeah that's the kind of thing where it's just as soon as the symptoms are gone he's good right I think so. I mean, I haven't I haven't talked to him just yet, um, just through the trainers and a text message. So, um, so once I see him, then I'll, I'll get further updated. As that plays developing, then you see him kind of rolling in pain. What's going through your head? Um, I didn't know if it was a shoulder. Um, you see the shoulder a lot in head first slides at second. Um, so you're just kind of concerned about obviously that part of it. Once I heard it was you know more of a, his head and couldn't feel his. Not that I was happy about it because I don't want that to be the the um, the case, but I, I kind of had an idea that it could be type of a type of a stinger, and and luckily that was the case. Did you think Farmer was a little bit too like in front of the base at all, kind of blocking him? That it that happened? Yeah, you, that's good baseball. Uh, just what do you saw from Pablo Lopez? It seems like through a lot of that news, the sweeper pitch of his. Yeah, the sweeper was really effective. Um, you know the. 96 up top and uh, this two seamer was really good as well and you know when you're commanding up down and then have the sweeper um, that's why he is who he is you know and I uh, felt like we had some good at bats against him um, kind of ran into some some base running uh, mistakes there John Jay asked if he still has a job after the game uh, so I still love him but um, yeah we were uh, maybe a little overly aggressive on some of the tips that we thought we had entering the game um, those happen, and um, but yeah, Pablo, Pablo's Pablo. That's you know, we if we can win a game against Pablo, I'm pretty happy about it. Skip, for for a team that said they were going to play a lot of small ball and move around the bases, the, the power game has been what has led you guys to win so far. Are you hoping that that doesn't necessarily become what you what you need or what you want, and you play the game against? Frankly? Yeah, I just think it's you know whatever it takes to win that day, you try to do. Um, you know, not everybody's easy to do a hit and run off of. Not everyone's easy to bunt off of. Not everyone's easy to steal off of. Um, so, you know, luckily we got some guys in the lineup that, um, you know, can can make you pay or do some damage, um, especially in the middle there. And so, um, you know, luckily today, you know, a couple of mistake pitches and and uh, we were able to capitalize. The De La Cruz two-out single, and did it feel like a weight off your guys' shoulder that you guys, you know, finally got that big hit? Yeah, I mean, probably for him, um, you know, for as you know, for us, we were excited to score late in the game against a really good pitcher and um, guys that get he gets righties and lefties out. Actually, sometimes even tougher on righties. And um, you know, Dela uh, had a couple couple tough at bats before. wasn't starting, kind of got ambushed there. Comes in late, and you know, game winning uh, hit uh, was huge. You know, Segura getting a, a base hit there and beating out a throw, and you know, Birdie really good hit going the other way. So if you talk about like the small ball type of thing, you know, then that's what you're kind of seeing right there is like, you know, base hit, base hit, base hit. It's, that still works too, going the other way um, and up the middle and the other way of two of the three hits there. So yeah, uh, big hit by Dela, um, And then, you know, the big blow with, with Soler right after that. In the ninth, I guess as that's developing and uh, Puck's pitch count's going up, how much longer could you have, I guess, kept him in there? 
Yeah, we probably would have thought about Chargois at the top. Um, I didn't want to get that far yet. I mean, I was thinking about it, and I didn't want to get him up yet, but um, I had confidence in Puck that he was going to finish that game. Um, but, yeah, Shaggy would have been at the top. That's good. All right, thank you. Happy flight. Happy flight. <laughs> I like happy flights. Okay, that was Skip Schumacher following the 5-2 victory over the Minnesota Twins. I got a chance to catch up with Brian De La Cruz in the post-game walk-off interview yesterday. Here's our conversation, what he had to say following yesterday's victory. Let's head downstairs. Steven Strom standing by with Brian De La Cruz. All right, we're here with Brian De La Cruz, one for three today, but the biggest hit today, two-out single. What were you thinking at the plate, and how did it feel to provide that run late in this game? Bueno, de mantenerme para el medio, mantenerme para el medio en esa situación, ¿entiendes? Porque estoy cambiando como mi approach en las situaciones, pero en esa situación puedo lograr ese batazo, gracias a Dios. Yeah, I was thinking going down the middle, you know, I've been changing my approach, uh, you know, every single at bat, so now when I was just thinking of driving the run and, and, and going down the middle. Another tremendous start from your starting pitcher, Jesus Lazardo. What can you say about his effort today? Eh. <laughs> Es inexplicable ese muchacho joven con tanto talento hace la cosa, mire, excelente entrada hoy también. Wow, me siento orgulloso de estar aquí con ese muchacho, de verdad que sí. You know, you can see, I have no word. Inexplicable. Uh, this guy is young, has all the good stuff. Last time he did an amazing job. He brought it again. I'm so proud and happy to be part of this team. Last one for you, Brian. You know, you, you lost the first game of this series, but you responded in a big way yesterday and today. What does that say about this team's response and resiliency early on in the season? Eso es, eso es lo que te trata. Cada día ser mejor, ¿me entiendes? Cada día ser mejor. Las cosas buenas van a salir adelante, ¿entiendes? Que uno no se puede preocupar. ¿Entiendes? Lo uno que uno tiene que seguir trabajando, que el talento está ahí, ¿entiendes? Yeah, this is something everybody has talked about. You know, even though things don't come out uh, correctly or the way you want it, you got to continue working hard and just come back with the same attitude and, and try to make it work. You know, everybody's trying to do that. Gracias, mi hermano. I appreciate you. Brian De La Cruz is celebrating with his team. Back to you guys. Uh, Steven, terrific Spanish, by the way. Outstanding stuff down there. It's like you've been studying it for years. <laughs> Mi hermano. <laughs> That's about the only thing he knows besides gracias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real funny, Nelly and Kyle. Whatever. My girlfriend's Spanish. We're getting better. It is what it is. Look, tomorrow we were supposed to have a game against the New York Mets. It got postponed. We're back at it, though, on Friday at 110 start, 1240. Marlins on deck with me, Steven Strom. As always, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Marlins Radio put up some really nice GoPro stuff. We're going to continue to create the best content possible for you. We hope to have you join us. Let's flip the M together. Thanks for rewinding with us on Marlins Rewind. This is the Marlins Radio Network driven by AutoNation.